0: Welcome to Scalers and Success, a podcast for dental hygiene students and RDHs to not only survive the demanding profession of dental hygiene, but thrive in it. I'm an ortho-RDH, former dental hygiene teacher, and self-development enthusiast that's giving you every tool you need to not only grow as a clinician, but as a person as well. Thanks for joining me. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of Scalers and Success. I hope you all had a great week. I hope school and work went well. Um, It's sunny and it's still summertime, so we have got that going for us. So today I'm going to talk about um, how school and work affect money and how to budget when you're in school and then what to do when you're working is a huge thing, as we all know. Money is like energy, and it can cause a lot of great things, and it can also cause a lot of stress. And if you are new to dental hygiene school, you might have just been hit in the face with the fact that it is very expensive. I remember when I was um, like the week before school started even like stupid I was like 20 or 19 and it's just so dumb and I didn't know um to really look at what it costs I just assume it costs like the average tuition so I went to the finance area at school and I was like I just want to get like my finance paperwork and they were like okay well this is your um like this is your tuition fee for the year and I remember getting the Piece of paper, and I just was staring at them, and they were staring at me, and I was like, "This is for all three, because it, it was a condensed program." So I'm like, "This is for all six terms," and she's like, "No, no, this is just for for the one year." And I was like, "No, this can't be right. This is for all six terms. This, there's no way I have to pay double this." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, this is just for one year," and I was like, "How am I going to do this?" So. It's very expensive. So there are some options, obviously, you know. If you're in Canada, there's OSAP. If you're in the States, I think there is um, specific financial loan options for you. But we won't get into all that. What we'll get into is just how to budget what you have at the time. um, And what to do as far as strategies for not getting into more debt and not... um, Just managing your stress with money. So the first thing is, tell yourself if you're in school and you have a hefty uh, tuition loan or just if you're fortunate enough that you have saved up or your family's supporting you, then that's amazing. Um, But you still have to, you know, be conscious of your spending while in school. So the first thing is know that it's just temporary. So, it's only a couple years that you're going to be in school and that you won't be able to work full-time. I mean, you're going to have a great job when you're done, you're working really hard so that you're going to get a job at a good office and you're um, going to be working where you want. Sorry, just me driving again. Um, So, it's just temporary. So, don't stress that you have this, like, huge number weighing on your shoulders. It will go away. Focus on your schoolwork and don't worry, you'll be able to pay it off in the long run. So the thing with having a big school loan is you don't want to pile onto that. You don't want to snowball more debt in the process. And I wish if I could go back, I wish I was the way I am about spending now. I wish I was like that then. I was just naive I guess and I just every time I went out I wanted to have a new top um or shorts or whatever and then you would go out and then that's like a big investment going out every Friday Saturday night and then you know like new makeup would come out and you would want that and just like just silly things that I wish now that I if, if they're important to you and it's something that you really value then absolutely I don't want you to restrict yourself to those things because it's just like food if you restrict too much then you'll just go crazy one day and you'll just go on like a huge shopping spree and you'll be you'll be resentful of money and that's not what you want you want to have a good energy good relationship with money I'm just saying to figure out what's important what's high value to you and invest in those things while you're on a tighter budget and not invest in everything so the thing is that, I, like, I had a gym membership and just little things that I could have cut down, um, but I was naive and I just, at that point in my life, just thought I wanted to have everything and not the specific things. So that's a huge reminder is, in life, what I've learned in life is we can't have absolutely everything. I mean, you can't, like, I, I'm i not saying, like, don't follow your dreams, don't, like, dream big, but you can't have absolutely everything you can't just like how I always go back to relating to food you can't eat everything in the day you'll feel gross but you're going to eat the things that you value the most and things that feel good and then you're going to make conscious choices around that same thing with money is we can't have absolutely everything so you have to pick the things that you value the most and then budget for those things and then just Avoid and just be okay with not having the things that you don't value as much, but society kind of keeps putting in your ear. So things like, I know we can't get our nails done in school. We're not supposed to. But things like that, like, if you don't value it that much, if you're like, yeah, I don't really care. Like, I don't, if you're like, yes, this makes me feel like my best self. Like, I love it. I feel amazing. Then that's something that you should budget accordingly for. If you're just like, it's fine, yeah, they're cute, they're going to chip in like four days, then don't do it because then you're just going to, in ten years from now, you're going to be like, why did I spend that money when I could have been being smarter about it and I could have been in a better financial relationship now, so that's kind of how I feel about being in school and what, even now, just thinking about money in general, just do the things that feel really good and then don't do the things that are not like, hell yes, if that makes sense. Um, another thing is if you're in school or if you're just new to work and you have a hefty student loan, bring your lunch because for a couple of reasons. A, it's a hell of a lot cheaper to pack your own lunch every day. And I'll put on Instagram later this week um, what I pack for my lunch and it's so easy. You don't even have to think about it. So if you're like, oh, I don't have time, I don't have energy. You don't, I literally don't even have to think about it. I'm like, personally, I don't care. I switch up a little bit, but I typically eat very similar lunches every day. And that doesn't bother me. If it bothers you, then it might be a little bit more challenging, but it really doesn't bother me. Um, It's easy to plan in my head. It's like cost effective. It is healthy. So I feel like I have a lot of energy throughout the day. Um, so I'll definitely do a post about that later this week, but bring your lunch because lunch, food is freaking expensive these days. And if you're buying your lunch every day, that could be like 15 bucks every day at school or at work that could be going towards, you know, anything that you value more than just because you didn't want to wake up five minutes earlier and pack your own lunch. So that's a huge thing. Um, and then Know that when you start working, um, know, figure out how much you the market is um, paying, and don't um, don't undersell yourself. So when you go to interviews and when you're temping and when you're just starting to get into the field, don't figure out what the averages and then go with that, don't, because everyone else is, so don't be like, oh, but I want the job, sure, I, that's a good strategy, and I don't feel like you need to charge, like, a ridiculous amount, but I don't, you can really undersell yourself, and of course, offices are going to be like, yeah, sure, we'll pay this one five dollars less, because she's offering, because, um, everyone, they're thinking about their budgets, too, so go with the average, if you really, if you feel like it's a really competitive position and you want to be more attractive do like a dollar less if that's what if that's your plan don't do a lot less because you have to take care of yourself and if they don't value you and they don't want to pay you what the proper amount is then that'll reflect in your job so be conscious of that when you start working and then if you're in school or if you're working and you want to make a little bit extra money and you're not able to temp yet or you're not able to work a part-time job or if you're just looking for extra money start a side hustle and I know it's like a big um side hustle culture right now I think I, I think I have three um maybe more but it's I'm telling you if I could go back in time And this is why I'm doing this podcast. It's essentially like if I could go back in time to dental hygiene school. If I could go back in time at the beginning of my career, I would have, instead of working, I was a lifeguard and it was fine. But instead of doing that while I was in school, I would have done a side hustle. Because it's something that you're passionate about. You're making money. You often don't have to leave your home. Um and you can like fit it in your schedule so things like so these are mine so i make and sell like scrunchies and headbands and i uh, do this which is not like any type of monetization but it's fun um and then i've also gotten into like digital marketing and it's just things that you have interest for that you can monetize So if you sit down with yourself and you just like get out a notepad or a journal or something like that and you just write down all the things you like to do. What are your hobbies? There's probably a way that you can monetize that in a way that fits into your schedule. So think about that. Because you definitely could while you're in school or a new grad and you're not working full time yet. You definitely could find a part time job. But you're on their hours you have to coordinate it with your school or work schedule, you are being paid whatever their rate is, there's a lot, uh, there's a lot out of your control with that, so if that's what you're doing, that's fine, that's what I did, I worked, like, I don't know, probably, maybe 20 hours a week, um, as a lifeguard when I was in school, and I, like, I enjoyed it, but I probably could have made more money with side hustles, and then I probably probably would have had less stress because I could have you know jumped back and forth between making a scrunchie and um doing my homework and I wouldn't have to leave the house so then you don't have to pay for gas and all that other stuff so definitely something to consider if you're in school or if you just graduated and you want to make a little extra money And if you just graduated and you are licensed now, my, I know I go on and on about temping, but it is a really good way to make extra money. You're getting practice, you're networking. I know I have a whole podcast on temping, uh, a whole episode, but it's huge. You often get paid within the next few days after your shift. So it's fast. Um. So if you, if you just started working, I highly, highly recommend temping. If you're in school, obviously you can't do that because you don't have a license yet, but if you took assisting previously, um, often there's a lot of temping for assisting and that's definitely something you could do because then you're networking within the, um, dental community and who knows, maybe you are working as an assistant at an office and then you, graduate and then they offer you a hygiene job. So that's definitely an option too. I would say if you are going to work part-time in school, in dental hygiene school, try to work part-time in the dental field um, or in something that you're passionate about that you might want to do in the future. So like anything with public health, community health, um, the school, you know, the dental offices, something like that where you can network at the same time, uh, and you'll be more passionate about it because that's what you're studying in school, right? So it'll be easier to be excited about going to work part-time and going to school um, because it's something that you value. So I think I was kind of all over the place as per usual and in my car, but um, just a lot of tips on how to be financially Conscious when you're in school and when you're um new to work now and then you get to the other side of it and then once you get a full time job or if you get a couple or if you're temping full time then you it's a great career as far as income goes. It's it's exciting and it's fun and you can have a good quality of life. You just have to hustle through that part. I mean, I still personally love the side hustle culture because it's just it's something you enjoy and who doesn't like extra money so if you have any questions um send me a dm thank you for listening i appreciate absolutely every single one of you if you have something you want to hear next week send me a dm at taylor's and success i'm going to be sure to make a post about um what i packed for lunch just to save money and just how much that costs uh every day versus spending money eating out So I will see you on Instagram and I will talk to you guys next week. Okay, bye.